Hello, and welcome again to this yet unnamed podcast. I will really need to come up with a name for it soon, um, but this is episode two, and I am here with Sarah Basha. And Sarah, I understand that you have a story for me. Yeah, I do. Thanks for inviting me here. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for thanks for agreeing to do this. So should I just go ahead and start with the story? Yeah, yeah, let's just do it. All right, so... I am a college student right now. Obviously, it's summer. I'm not studying right now. But this past year, I I kind of had sort of a, a quarter-life crisis. And I felt like I had not done anything worth doing yet, which is kind of ridiculous for a college student because, you know, like you're barely just an adult. Mm -hmm. So I decided that I would make a huge list of everything that I kind of wanted to do. And I'm not talking about like career goal type stuff. I'm talking about like, you know, like, uh, retirement, what can I do in the next like five, six months to make my life feel like it's worth it. So I came up with this list of like all these crazy things, like kind of a bucket list. And it was like the middle of the semester, I was just like studying for midterm. So I couldn't really do a lot of them. But there was one that I, I realized that I could do. And for some reason on my bucket list, I really, really, really wanted to lock myself in a room for 24 hours. <laughs> so I, I wanted to, I just wanted to experience the I don't know, the, the isolation, the, the mental effects it might have on someone. I don't, I don't know why I wanted to do this so badly. And I ran it by my friends and I was like, hey, do you think it's a good idea? Like, I think I'm going to do this this weekend. They're like, you're going to spend your entire weekend, like, locking yourself in a room? And I was like, yeah, isn't that not a normal thing to do? So obviously <laughs> this approved. I didn't listen. Um, so I decided on a Friday night, <laughs> of all things to do on a Friday night, <laughs> at midnight, I locked myself in my room and I decided that I was not going to come out until Sunday at midnight. So technically Monday at midnight, actually. Um, but I counted it'd be 48 hours, two whole days where I was not allowed to leave my room. I, I bought a bunch of microwave meals. <laughs> Luckily, there was a bathroom connected to my room. So I didn't have to worry about the bathroom situation. I was allowed to go to the bathroom. I did give myself that. That counts. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> decided to do it. Um, and my roommate, I, I'd let her know. I was like, just so you know, I'm going to be here for the next 48 hours, like just completely. And I don't know how, how I'm going to be at the end of it. I don't think it's going to be that bad because, you know, like what, like during quarantine, people are staying in their houses for like weeks at a time, but right. this was before quarantine. So it, it wasn't so bad. Like I, I didn't know, here's the thing, right. I find it kind of ironic that this happens literally like a few weeks before quarantine. <laughs> like I willingly made myself stay at home when in a couple weeks I would have to do it like, legally like oh, I, this I, was before all this happened yeah this was <laughs> back in college when like people were like still physically in school and weren't like online or anything so <laughs> i i was like i told her i was like just say no like i don't know what's gonna happen like i don't think it's gonna be that bad but people are telling me it's gonna be pretty bad <laughs> and i did a little bit of research and you know uh what, what what do you think shows up when you look up mental effects of staying in one place for for an extended period of time nothing good. So I was like, yeah, but like, you know, just, it, I just really want to do this. It's important for me for some reason to do this, to, to make myself feel like I'm accomplishing something. So I, I, I locked my room officially at midnight and I, I had a big chemistry test that week. So I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to study. And then I told my friends, I'm like, yeah, we can hang out like Saturday night in my room. Like, I just don't want to leave my room, but like, we can do whatever you want. So like they came over and stuff and we, you know, like normal stuff. The, the first 24 hours was pretty much fine. I just studied and hung out with my friends that night. Um, and I went to bed early. It was the Sunday that started to drive me to insanity because 
you know, okay, you know that that feeling when you're like a little kid and like Sunday is like almost Monday. It almost feels like Monday. Right. It because you feel like it's already ending, like the weekend's already ending and it, it, you barely did anything. That's how it felt. It felt like it felt like this, I don't know, like I was waiting for something the entire time and I wanted to take advantage of the day. Like it was a really beautiful day. Like it was an unusually beautiful day outside. And I was like, no, I, I stuck to this like weird agreement with myself. So I was like watching everyone through the window, like play soccer. <laughs> and I was in my room, like pacing back and forth around three o'clock on the Sunday. I, I was, I was begging my friends to come visit me. I was just like, come on, like, why don't you just like visit me? Just say hi. I could really use the company. And my friend, I don't remember it being this way, but this is how he described it. He said, I knocked on the door and you answered it. And then you didn't address me. You just walked away. <laughs> and then I entered myself in and then I interrogated him about what I did that day. So I was like, oh, what did you eat for breakfast? Oh my God. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Did you go outside today? Oh my God. Awesome. Yeah. Did you do any homework today? Yeah. I'm almost done with that assignment. I was interrogating him and he said it was like dark and dim and it smells like microwave food. They were like, Sarah, it stinks in here. Like <laughs> it smells like, like microwave food, which I mean, it, it's not like it, it has a, a weird smell when all you've been eating the entire day is microwave food. Like the, the air kind of smells like, I don't even know, uh, process in a way. I don't know how else to describe it. And I was like, yeah, well, what do you expect? Like, I'm, this is what I'm doing. This is the social experiment. This is what, ha this is what has to happen. And so he left and I had a couple other friends visit. And basically the last six hours was me stalling myself. <laughs> I, I don't know what, I can't even tell you what I did. I don't remember because I was just like, I want to go out so badly. But then like the last three hours, my friend suggested, she was like, you know what, you should, you did this huge thing. This is like a big accomplishment for you for some reason. Like they still didn't understand it, but it was a big accomplishment for me. And they were like, you should throw like a, an end of confinement celebration. And I was like, genius, that's such a good idea. So I invited everyone on my floor, like the floor of my dorm. Um, and just, yeah, I didn't know these people, like I knew them well, but I, I wouldn't say like, I don't know if, if they would want to come to my um, <laughs> end of confinement celebration i don't know if you we were that close you know what right. i mean but um I, I invited all of them invited my friends but anyone who wanted to come i told my friends to invite their friends and then uh i i had like some chips lying around so i started to like give those out to i, I don't know lure people in and i prepared a speech i got dressed really nice at the entire time <laughs> i didn't leave my room i opened the like i i told everyone to come at like 11 50 so suddenly like the the hallway was packed I, I felt very special. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like this was like definitely one of the top ten happiest moments of my life. I don't know. I don't know if it was like the the mental effect of me staying there and just wanting to get out, or the fact that like so many people showed up. I'd say like about twenty people showed up, which was it was a lot for for a stupid celebration like this. But my friend, she printed a certificate that she was like, "I'm going to hand this to you at 12. And yeah, basically, I I was so excited. Like suddenly, like <laughs> the the irritability went away and I was just like eager I was like happy that so many people showed up and yeah so I was standing outside my doorway like the last five minutes I gave my speech about like how difficult it was and how th thanks everyone for supporting me this and that and then um put a countdown at the minute mark and everyone was chanting like three two one and I I stepped out it was like that I I feel like that's what ecstasy feels like like there's no <laughs> I don't know why that made me so happy but I was, 
I was nearly in tears. It made me feel so good. I literally have like videos and photos of of this happening. People sent me videos of me stepping out. It was like all over social media. Like anyone who showed up posted it in one way or another on social media. I feel like I became a legend for like for like the following four or five days. Um, but I, I will say that <laughs> immediately after I went back in my room because I, I don't know why. I was like, okay, thanks for coming, everyone. Bye. And then my friends were like, I don't know. Don't, don't you want to go outside for a little bit? So yeah, then we walked around uh, just like the block just to get some fresh air. I couldn't even believe it. It felt so good. But yeah, um, that that was the time I convinced myself to stay in my room for 48 hours. My roommate, the entire, like uh, the, the Saturday of the entire thing, she was okay with it. She She could deal with it. But I feel like Sunday... I was just so irritable. I, I was just so, I don't know, I was just like a wreck that she was like, I think I'm going to go to the library and study there for the rest <laughs> of the day. And then like, she did not come back until like nine. So I had the room to myself, which is, which is even worse. Like, honestly, I, it was, it was tough. And you, you don't think it's tough, but I dare you do it. You'll see it's tough. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so this, I, so you decided to have a pre-lockdown before you had the real lockdown. Yeah, the funny thing <laughs> is, right, obviously, there's no way I could have known that we would all go into quarantine and like have to social distance. Right. But I feel like this was preparation for that. Because I, I after, okay, when I had to go into quarantine, everyone, everyone was basically like on lockdown because of COVID. Mm -hmm. I, I was used to it in a way. I had experienced it before and I don't know if I would have handled it the way I did like th th during the actual quarantine if I hadn't done that like two week that two day trial right what so um <laughs> so many questions like what <laughs> the, <laughs> so at the end um you said you dressed up uh, to, yes. to to be what, what does what does one wear to a coming out of quarantine party honestly you I here's the thing right in college, I went to like a lot of plays and stuff. So you it was free, you would frequently find me kind of dressed up, right? Um, so I didn't want to do like your typical like dress and like heels or whatever. I wanted to do something that would like seriously shock people. So I put on like, like an academic research, like as if I was going to a symposium. <laughs> I put that because I was like, I haven't pulled this out all year. This is going to shock some people. So I, I literally picked the most professional thing because I didn't want it to be like a party. I wanted it to be a ceremony, you know, right. but like I wanted people to see me as like a figure to, to look up to. Like if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> and that's so, how so, so when, so, so when you walked out and then you like came, like came back in, was it, was it just that you like, you took a step out and then you went back or you were like, what, what happened right after you walked out? Yeah. Well, okay. So I stepped out. And like, I greeted everyone, you know, signed some autographs or whatever. <laughs> um, I stayed out for probably 10 minutes. And then there was not much to do. It was midnight on a Sunday. Like I had to go to school the next day. So I went back in um, when when the crowd of people cheering me on uh, dissipated. And then, yeah, maybe 20 minutes later, that's when I stepped out again. So I didn't like immediately go back in. No, that that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but I did go in after, yeah. And you said that there was like, there was social media presence for this and stuff. Was there like hashtags and stuff that people made for it and like Instagrams <laughs> and stuff? Um, I wish, honestly. No, but, I mean, the entire thing, I told you, like, it was, it was a makeshift ceremony. I had not even thought about it until like the, the last two or three hours of this confinement. So I, 
I didn't expect anyone to post about it. That's the thing. I didn't even expect people to show up. <laughs> so I had the people showed up and started like posting on it. Um, it was mostly Snapchat. Someone I think tweeted it. And then it was just a lot of people texting each other the, the video, the the pictures that definitely went around on like the group chat for my um, floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was definitely like a, a low key sort of social media. It didn't like go around the school or anything. No way. Like, <laughs> I don't know what my reputation would be if it went around the school, but um, it definitely went around my you said you had like random um, microwavable food. What did you what what did you make yourself that that would last that long in a dorm without like a fridge? Right. So I actually did have a mini fridge. So that was probably the only reason I could eat <laughs> during this period. Um, but my my I had a strategy to this, right? So I like my school has kind of like an all-you-can-eat type dining hall. So I brought like a ton of containers. The last like for you know like the the last feast I would have before this entire thing mm-hmm. and I like filled it up with a bunch of stuff so I figured that would last me like at least until lunch or dinner the next day and then I bought like four or five microwave meals um I think the brand was Amy's because I, I I'm like a microwave meal connoisseur I love him so I, I kind of know the ups and downs of it I'm pretty sure I had Amy's I had like a bunch of pastas I think I don't know I don't <laughs> it was yeah. a while ago but yeah that's pretty much what I ate okay so I am going to say that this actually happened. It seems too oddly specific for it to have not happened. Am I right? Like you want me to reveal if I'm if that's right or not? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It yeah. happened. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm uh one for one. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it last time? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I would, like that that sounds so uh, it, it sounds almost like David Blaine like, like, uh, <laughs> like, like the kind of thing David Blaine would do, you know, where he's like, I'm gonna go like, you know, put myself inside an ice cube for a week or something like that. Like, is that was that was that sort of what you were going for? I just wanted something crazy. I <laughs> like when I asked people before I actually did it, I'm like, do you think this is a good idea? They didn't see the purpose. They were like, why would you do that? And I was like, exactly. That's an indication that I should do it. Like I use people's reactions <laughs> to kind of justify in my mind whether I would do it. Like David Blaine's like freezing myself in ice was me locking myself in my room. It was like a very low key college version of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking like just <laughs> how weird it must have been for you again with uh, the COVID lockdown stuff immediately afterwards being like, I just did this. I just did this. And now yeah. I'm doing it again. <laughs> When my state like announced one, one, you know, it basically happened across the country in, a, in, in terms of like a week or two. And when I told my friends that like my state was officially like, you know, stay at home order, I was I was pissed, man. I was like, are you kidding? I did that all for nothing. I thought, <laughs> like, and you know what? Stuff like that happens to me all the time. Like it just like time, I feel like is not my friend. Like she tricks me a lot. Like she makes me do things before I'm supposed to. And then I feel stupid doing them. So this is just an, like stuff like this happens all the time. I wasn't even surprised. I was mad, but I was like, obviously this would happen. <laughs> so uh, is the next, what are you doing right now then? Are you doing something that is going to indicate something awesome for the rest of us? I mean, I started a podcast. So that is something I've definitely been working on. Um, I've also been like, trying to write a book i can't promise it'll be good or anything but i'm trying to put my effort into like creative things because here's the thing 
while that experience meant a lot to me, it meant nothing to other people. Like it was like, you tell people I stayed in my room for 48 hours. It'd be like, okay, creepy. But like, <laughs> I, I feel like maybe it's time to put like a genuine creative effort into like something tangible, like something that people could find use out of. So that's what I've been doing. Oh, okay. But who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and I'm like, I, I think I want to freeze myself in ice. I don't know. <laughs> and then you've just accidentally ushered in the new ice age. Yeah. And, and <laughs> probably, I don't know, with global warming, I feel like it could happen any second. Yeah, that, that, that actually, yeah. Um, I, I think if we had a little bit more global cooling, it wouldn't be too, too bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all the, um, so apparently like north of the Arctic Circle, uh, just a couple of days ago, it hit some record temperature. That I, I I don't know the exact number, but I know it's not supposed to get that hot up there. <laughs> so oh. uh, yeah, um, we're we're pretty close to that area here. So uh, it's um, it was like yeah, it was, it was pretty stupidly hot. Um, but yeah, um, so your your podcast is called "Don't Be Lonely." Is that right? Yes. Don't be lonely. It's spelled exactly how it's said. Um, it's a podcast I've been working on. The thing is, I've this is my second podcast. I actually do podcasting in college, like with my college radio station. If you want to listen to my past one, it's called uh, One in 20. But Don't Be Lonely is the podcast that I've been working on on my own in my parents' basement for the past like month and a half. Awesome. And it's is it based around, uh, I guess, not being lonely about like um, trying to or just connecting with people in um, in this um I don't know. I'm trying, maybe you'd be better explaining this. <laughs> no, I know I, you definitely know what I'm trying to say. Like the the title, I, I made it so people could get the gist right away. It's definitely because of COVID and everything that's going on. It's so easy to feel like alone and like disconnected from other people. Mm. But I just want to make a podcast where someone could like listen and feel like they're talking to a friend and feel like they're um, I don't know connecting with someone. So a lot of my podcasts, it's just me talking. <laughs> it's only <laughs> me talking. Genuinely, that's all it is. Um, but I, I play games with them. I answer questions to try to make it interactive. And I also tell a lot of stories and give like my, my weird thoughts on stuff. So it's this story. I've actually, I think, I believe, I honestly don't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure I told it already on my podcast. So yeah, just stories like that. Like if you want to hear crazy stories like that, that are true, <laughs> then my podcast is full of them. Awesome. Well, thanks again for uh stopping by today and thanks for the great story i hope you uh don't accidentally lock yourself in your room for two <laughs> days and like surround yourself with like burrito funk for like you know a week or whatever anymore but um sounds like your podcast's pretty cool and worth checking out um so yeah thanks again yeah of course thank you thanks